The Pat Kenny Show with MasterCard. Share an extraordinary experiences all over the world with priceless cities at priceless.com. This is News Talk. Now, there have been some intriguing headlines lately. With swans getting a bad reputation, we've quickly forgotten those gorgeous signets that were making front-page news a few weeks ago, turning instead to the news that a dog was killed by a swan in Bushy Park in Dublin. Now, to talk about this and the proposed canine controls is uh, Pete Wedderburn, Pete the Vet. Pete, good morning and welcome. Good morning. Now, uh, a dog being killed by a swan... Mm. Uh, unusual, I would think. Exceptionally rare. I've never heard of that before. It was a cocker spaniel too, so it was a sizable dog, um, and it was a very unfortunate set of circumstances that led to this. What it was was that the dog was swimming in the water near a group of swans, which were near a nest with cygnets in it, and um, it's the one time when animals get, uh, I suppose, un- exceptionally exceptionally protective and aggressive is when they're protecting their young. So um, what happened then was one of these big swans, uh, uh, obviously it went for the the cocker spaniel and the the, the dog was in the water and the the bird had an advantage um, and and the dog didn't come out of the water, the dog died. So it's Mm. terribly, terribly sad for the owners. Sure. But just just one of those random events, though. Yeah. It's, it's I, I noticed, uh, like in, in Kilbogger Park near me, there there were three signets. Unfortunately, something got one of them. Mm. Perhaps uh, the heron who's been mm-hmm. stalking them since they were tiny. Mm. Uh, perhaps a dog. We don't know. But any time I go near the, the, the bank, mm. the swans, if they're with the signets, they make themselves big. Yes. And, yeah. you know, to warn off any yeah. any dog or any person even. And the thing is that there are, uh, are many, many occasions when dogs do attack swans. In the Bray Harbour, there are swans there. And I've often had to help out swans who've suffered bite wounds from dogs. And so what birds like swans, they have almost like a communal memory where they learn to recognise certain predators. So the swans in Bushy Park would have known that dogs as a group of animals represent a serious threat. So they would... Now, if they didn't have signets and they were chased by a dog, they would simply fly away. They would, absolutely. But they won't fly when the signets are in the water. No, the the genetic coding is really strong. We will protect our genes. We will protect our young. And unfortunately, the Cocker Spaniel suffered as a consequence. Mm. Uh, No one is blaming the swan, in a sense, because it's Mm. doing what nature ordains it it to do. That's right. And... uh, you know, peop- I suppose the message that the council are giving out look, is, is keep your dogs on leashes yeah. um, near, near swans during the nesting season. Mm. Now, uh, speaking of dogs and the mm. proposed um, new regulations mm. for dogs, they they have a review process underway. You have been quite critical of this, you know, branding breeds as dangerous breeds mm. in a blanket way because you can have a perfectly safe breed, but one member of that breed is awful. Yes, they, I think they have a better system in Scotland where they target the individual dog that's causing mischief rather than the whole breed. So, for example, if, if a dog does cause mayhem, like and, and plenty of dogs do cause real trouble, um, running wild, um, maybe attacking other dogs, doing this kind of a thing, in Scotland, an individual control notice is given to the owner of that dog. They then have to muzzle a dog in public. They have to have the dog on a short leash and also... Importantly, the owner has to go on on a training course to learn more about dog behaviour and looking after dogs. So that's what they do in Scotland. And to me, that makes much more sense than just saying, I don't know, all Staffordshire Bull Terriers have to be muzzled. 
So this consultation, what should people do if they want so, to get there? So essentially, it's, I think it's really innovative. This It's almost like a virtual citizens' assembly. It's open to everybody. The Department of Rural and Community Development on their website, and we'll make sure we put it up on, on, on the News Talk website as well, there's a link to a consultation paper which basically puts 10 specific questions um, that need to be answered. Oh, because you don't have to write an essay. Not you at answer all. Answer the questions. Answer the questions. If possible, give evidence or, or reasons why you answer questions in a certain way uh, and basically the main laws in this country were introduced over 30 years ago so it's time for them to be reviewed and so they're asking everybody involved with dogs indeed people who are not involved with dogs who may not like dogs even they're asking all of society tell us what you think and they're then going to review things so I think, how do you access that so you go to there's a, a you go to the website um the department of um rural affairs uh, and rural and community development you go to their website like I say, we'll put the link up and you answer, you download the consultation paper, you read it and you answer then. I would say that for me, the main thing actually is not necessarily new laws, but enforce the current laws. That's the real big deal. They're just, the laws are there almost in theory rather than in practice. Another bugbear of yours is the incompatible databases, like uh, what dog is licensed and what dog is microchipped. They don't it, talk to each other. It's infuriating. So every dog in the country must be microchipped. Grand. So maybe they are, maybe they're not. But there's a big database there. Also, every dog in the country must have a dog license. So about a third of them are and a third of them aren't. Now, they're a totally separate third. Uh, nobody knows. They're not. I mean, it's so obvious. All you do is you say, OK, these are all the microchip dogs. Let's make sure they're all, all licensed. Simple. Instead of that, they don't. There's no idea. They haven't a clue. It's crazy. So one is one is one by one department. One is one by the other department, and they don't talk to each other. Get and they won't. Together. They won't because they're, separ- they're separate systems. And and they're saying GDPR. <laughs> no, the dog doesn't have rights under GDPR. Perhaps the owner of the dog does. Anyway, it's infuri- they must get that right. It's infuriating, illogical and inefficient. OK, questions coming in. I have an 11-year-old Yorkie, pure breed, who's having accidents, loose faeces with blood every night, multiple times. We're up with him every night, with him scratching or crying at the kitchen door. He eats chicken and rice, freshly cooked, loves the burns nuts for treats. He recently popped his knee, but he was treated for that a few weeks ago. These accidents are now regular occurrence and it would appear he's not sleeping at night at all for the past 6 to 12 months. He just wants to be upstairs with us. I am also very concerned about him as he is generally restless uh, when we're watching TV at night. He wants to be on the sofa with us but as soon as we lift him up he wants to be back down. That's from Nicola. Listen, Nicola, he's got a serious medical problem that needs to be addressed there. Um, he's not having accidents for any other reason. 11 years old, is that elderly for a Yorkie? Uh, no, it's no. older. They can live till 15, 16, 17. Um, but he has a medical problem, something like colitis, where there's irritation of his lower bowel. The irritation um, means that he has urgency and he has to go. So it's not that he's having an accident, it's that it's... It, it's basically, it's 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 a medical issue that needs to be treated. You need to go to your vet and explain, look, this is what my dog is doing. And your vet will say, well, um, we need to investigate this a little, bit, a little bit and we have to give you some treatment for colitis or whatever it is exactly. And therefore, we can go on from there. And the blood in the feces, is that's, that particularly... It, that's an, well, OK, so if the lower bowel is irritated, then it moves more quickly than normal and you get diarrhoea. If it continues to be irritated, it's a bit like abrading your skin with a sharp object. Eventually, it bleeds. And so what's happening is the lower bowel is bleeding into the feces into the diary and then you've got the problem so it's definitely a medical issue that needs medical treatment a question about the breeds you were mentioning there mm. that uh, it should be dog specific rather than breed specific mm. are there any breeds that you just wouldn't have if you had a choice well they 
I could say, possibly name a couple, but to be honest, they've tried to ban them in the UK and it just doesn't work because how do you define a breed? It's, it's the, the breed is in the eye of the beholder. There's legal arguments about is that a particular breed or not? So I, I, I think it's an impossible thing to do and I think it's folly to start. It just doesn't work. I, I think you have to, that, that's where individual dog orders come in because you can look at a dog, whatever breed it is, and say, that dog is not being well controlled. That owner needs to get that dog under control and needs to learn how to do it properly. And if they don't do that, the dog will be taken off them. Do it on an individual basis rather than the whole the whole bunch of breeds. Okay. Are you doing Facebook Live today? We are indeed. All right. So go to uh, facebook.com forward slash News Talk FM and Pete the Vet will be there to take your questions. 